This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. You need to get closer to the microphone. Well, okay. We're in unequal distance, and so one yeah, of us... we don't want to do that. We don't want to make it sound all funny like that. Welcome back to our podcast. Today. Or welcome to our podcast. I don't know who you are. Yeah, maybe we have new listeners. That would be fantastic. We've got to love the new listeners. So, how's your week going? Mine? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I was sick for the first two days, but I got the day off of work. <laughs> well, it's kind of fair, because the little guy you nanny yeah. is kind of the one that most likely gave you the cold, but that's okay. You know, we're both a lot better now. Yeah. Having better days. Mm-hmm. That's good. Very good. I learned he can count to ten today. That's so exciting. He's so smart. He's only 14. 14 months old? Mm-hmm. 13 and a half I months old? I thought we were just going to stop it. He's only 14. He's actually not 14. <laughs> I would not be so proud of him well, learning to count he's 13 10. months old. Oh. Until like the 29th. Okay. Then he'll be 14. Very cool. Yeah. Smart kid. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's my Lincoln update for the week. But see, I had an anniversary, so that was exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. 26 years, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. It was funny, because on our first anniversary, we went to Florida. No, 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 we did not. Hawaii. We went to Hawaii. That's what I meant. And on our second anniversary, we had a steak dinner at home by candlelight, where I choked on the steak and almost died. But I didn't, so that's okay. Um but then last year, for our 25th anniversary, we went to the Florida Keys and spent the whole week there, just the two of us. It was fantastic. And this year, we went and got Hawaiian bros and That's ate it at That's basically home. Hawaii. <laughs> but actually, we're going out of town tomorrow, so I'm just kidding. That was what we did on our actual anniversary. But for our celebration, we are going for a couple of days to a little cabin on a lake. So Joplin. Um, I mean, it's not a very, like, exotic exotic place, but in the pictures, it looks fantastic. It's going to be great. I'm so excited for you guys. You know what it has that I always have wanted in a house? Sunset view? A sunset view. <sighs> guys. Over the can water. Can you believe that she's going, dad's going, and then both of my brothers are going, but not me? <laughs> it's so harsh. Um, to be fair, I knew she was dog-sitting at some point, but I did not know the dates. I had prior commitments. And so I was... okay. I'm going to have a great time. I was so excited to find a time that worked for, I thought, everything. It and just then, didn't. Yeah, it didn't. And so I was so excited. I had even, like, double-checked with the uh, people that were renting it from to have extra people there because, like, it's a max of... Um, six, and I wanted to be able to invite our plus ones down with us too, so that would have been eight. So I like double checked and I asked ahead of time, and they said that would be fine. We shouldn't have a place for them to sleep, and I said that's fine. We can bring a mattress. It's all good. So I had it all set to where we could have all eight of us for one of the nights down there, and um, then I told Addie, and she was like, "I'm dog sitting that weekend." So and then why it's plus one can't come because she's dog sitting with me. Yeah. She's not allowed to abandon me. <laughs> and Addie's plus one is I out of town. Would have abandoned her. 
first. <laughs> first. But I stuck to it, so she was obligated to also stick to it. And Andrew's a plus one is working all weekend because she needs, like, a long notice to be able to get off work. So, again, now it's just... The girls were just out. The girls were out. And Keen was also out. So it's just my boys coming down for one day, but that's okay. We're going to have... It'll be fine. We're going to have fun. And I'm going to have fun. You're going to have fun. It's going to be a great week. Um, and... And, yes. Well, part of the week, too. Thursday, Friday. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. We'll be back Saturday. Anyways. <laughs> Shall we jump into our topic? Probably should. Um, we're still doing one another commands. And this week, it is submitting one to another. Ooh. Ooh. Nobody likes that word, submit. I do. Yet, yet it's something I we do. all have to do. I do, too. <laughs> I but, love that word. Um, but I think there's a lot of confusion around this verse. Bless you. Oh, so sorry. Bless you. Um... There's a lot of confusion around this verse because people are like, well, that means everybody should submit to everybody. In a way, everybody does have to submit. Everybody does. It's true. And if you read the context of those verses, which we will. We love context. You know we love context. Um, It tells you how to submit and how everybody submits. And how the person being submitted to is supposed to treat the person submitting to them. So, responsibilities all the way around. Yeah. And how we're supposed to function in life. So, it's fantastic. So, if you didn't know, we're going to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. And we're going to read through chapter 6 and verse 9. So, it's kind of a long reading, but again, context. It covers all of the bases, though. Yes. So, let's read. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves to your husband... Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it um, with the washing of the water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall be joined unto his wife. And they too shall be one flesh. But this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. Now we're in chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Um, I'm sorry, I had an eyelash in my eye, and I just got it out. Uh... That it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of heart, as unto Christ. Not with eye service, as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. With good will, doing service, as as to the Lord, and not to men. 
knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Any masters do the same things to them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master is also in heaven, neither is their respective persons with him. So, there, there you go. I feel like we don't have to say anything else. That's it. Speaks for itself. <laughs> Just kidding. So, that verse, submitting one to another, means here is how you all submit. Because everybody submits, right? You have Christ, and then husbands, and then wives, and then children. And then also you have masters and servants. You don't have that as much today, though. But you do have bosses and... Right. And workers, and, and the same idea, because a lot of times, like the servant and master relationship that it's almost always speaking of in the Bible, is sort of a bond servant yeah. who would, they would put themselves under a master to pay a debt, and so it, it's kind of the same idea of what we do today. Like, we put ourselves under a boss, right, and so we submit to them, we obey what they ask us to do. And then they compensate us for that. Where, So the arrangement, slightly different, but the idea is really one that applies still. But in each of those areas, there is submission and there is responsibility of um, the one. Yeah. There's responsibility on both sides. On both sides. Um, my, my, one of my favorite comparisons in the Bible, actually no, it's my favorite, is between Christ and the church and husbands and wives because there's just it's so clear to see from both sides right it helps you understand both in a way because if you think about it if wives are to submit to their husbands the same way that christians submit to jesus that like i don't know it just makes sense right like i'm not gonna continually argue or be like well I have you know like it's it's a lot different and I don't know it just helps me see that authority chain yeah I I agree and it also it shows me just the wisdom it's oh there's thunder outside oh is that what that was yes there's pop-up thunderstorms neat um and my dog does not we like thunder. Like, we were so excited, too. We were like, we, we have an empty house. Well, unfortunately, we also have a dog who does not like the thunder. I love the thunder, but she does not. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, from the beginning, in creation. Yes. In creation, when God created man and he saw the need for someone to help him in the garden, right? And he designed this beautiful plan where he created a woman to complement her husband, right? Where he had we- perfectly. Where he had weaknesses, she was gonna have strengths, and those two were gonna come together and form this bond. So God knew that from the beginning, and he knew that this um, formation of a marriage was going to be something that throughout the scriptures he can go back to and relate it to either the Israelites with God and how they would turn from him. And he like uh, uses the example of um, a, a wife turning into a, adultery um, against her husband. Hosea. What? Hosea. Yeah. 
and and shows the betrayal um, that is felt there. But just all the way through the scriptures, it's like the perfect parable. It is. You ever think about all kinds of things, and you're like, I wonder if you made that just so we could have this parable. You know that I find lessons. I'm always thinking about that. He's always like, the sheep and the goats. And I'm always like, I wonder if he made this. And was like, you know what I'm going to do with this later? (laughs) I do believe that he put lessons everywhere for us. There's a whole whole door in my house. If anybody ever comes to my house to visit, I have a door from... Cabin six. I was about to say there from is, Little Blue Bible Camp. We have a couple doors in our house, but that one's not actually attached to anything. It's just leaning <laughs> up against the wall, but I love it because there's writing all over it from our cabin. But there's um, a, a phrase on one side that says there are um, lessons in the objects all around us. But that I just my brain works that way, so I see parables. Um, I call them modern day parables or whatever, but just in all kinds of aspects of life. You'll tell her something and she'll be like, you know, there's a lesson in that. And you're like, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. (laughs) If I were going to have like a a headstone when I die, which I'm not, y'all would put on it like, there's a a lesson in that and drink more water. This would be like the two things. You know what I'm putting on there? No. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I, I do say that a lot too. <laughs> but anyway, I do think that God in his wisdom was going to use this example of marriage to help us understand the unseen things like Christ in the church. I mean, isn't that what a lot of the Old Testament's for too? Absolutely. To help us... <laughs> she scared the cat. You stop that. In a physical way. Um, that we can understand something that is spiritual in nature like Christ in the church. Because we can't just understand something like that. We are very carnally minded. We are. We, yeah, we need things that we can relate to. And so it only makes sense. Things we can see. And so if we will just remember that when we look at the relationship between a husband and a wife and how a wife is to submit to her husband, we can see the beauty in it that God created it to be. Whereas so often we're so quick to jump to the negative side of things. Um, Y'all know how I feel about caveats. Have I talked about that on this podcast? Yeah, I think you have. I stand by that. I hate them. They make me so mad. Because say what you need to say. Don't say what you're not saying. And here's the thing, is if we just will continually move closer and closer and closer to the design that God has, right? If we're, if we're walking towards that, if we're moving in that direction, then we don't need to say all of the things it doesn't mean. We're just trying to move closer to and in the direction of what it does mean. I think so often we end up going astray because we're so focused on like what we don't want to do or don't want to say like no just walk towards god just study like, become you know more yeah more knowledgeable goal, more your wisdom goal isn't to avoid sin okay your goal is to follow after that which is good that which is going to make you more christ-like okay avoidance of sin is not going to make you christ-like did Christ avoid sin? Yeah. You can't obviously be living in sin and be Christ-like. But you can also avoid sin and not be Christ-like. 
it's like that whole idea of like if someone's sitting there saying don't think about a pink elephant don't think about a pink elephant don't think about a pink elephant what are you yeah. thinking of a pink, a pink elephant because yeah you're not filling your mind with those good things so when you think of submission and submitting yourself we need to go back to that idea of what is godly you know like what does god want us to do and he wants all of us in every situation we are to be not self-centered but we are supposed to be god-centered we're supposed to empty ourselves galatians 2 20 i'm crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ liveth in me and the life that I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That verse is song. We all know that song, but I think we take that verse for granted because I love that verse in the Bible. That song hits so hard. When you think about it, right, it's not about you. And when you think that it is about you, that is incredibly selfish. Mm-hmm. This life has nothing to do with you anymore. You gave that up. You should have given that up. Just threw that at my dog. I'm sorry. And I think, I mean, you could go back to, to, um, to, to, sorry, to Matthew 5 and the Sermon on the Mount and what we commonly refer to as the Beatitudes. But blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God, right? And it's just the idea, I'm sorry, the kingdom of heaven. Um, oh, I can't believe you messed that up, you terrible person. We need to um, be poor in spirit, meaning we we give up it's not- our own desire and will. And so God calls us to be submissive in all aspects of our life. And that does not mean weakness. And that's what I think one of the big hang-ups is with that word, is people feel like it means I really don't weak care what people feel like. Or dumb. Or or not smart enough to think on their own. And it means none of those things. It, it just, it quite literally means to put yourself under the authority of somebody. It's actually a military term. And it means to be subordinate to. Yes. It's just a hier- hierarchy. Um, I heard this phrase. Um, I Where did li- you hear it? Just... Out of curiosity. I was listening to this podcast, and I heard them say this. This is how they um, were explaining submission, and I just thought it was really good, right? Intelligent, humble compliance to an ordained person of responsibility. Because again, that goes back to all of those different areas that we covered in the reading. It's, It's the church submitting to Christ. It is the wife submitting to the husband. It is the children and the children and the servants is a little bit different. Because it's more forceful. Yes. Like you don't have... There's no choice. <laughs> you don't have that um, discussion or anything with one another in those circumstances. But here it's an intelligent, humble compliance. Good girl. So it is a thinking... Um, like it's not just you a... You're not a robot. Ow. Not that she was submitting to Jesus in this way. That sounds really bad. Let me actually give my example first, and then we'll come back to it. it. Makes me think of Mary when she like, like takes all these things in and she thinks about them. Mm-hmm. She puts it in her heart, or however it phrases that. Yeah, that's what it makes me think of. Like it's intelligent. It's but it's quiet. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like. Well, I think blah 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 blah. You know, 
It's like, there is a time to discuss things in the proper manner as suggested. <laughs> and, I, and I think that a wise husband will also go to his wife. Absolutely. And discuss, the, and he will value her opinion. Absolutely. And all of these things because he needs to realize and she needs to realize both that the two of them are not in competition it's with one another. Team. They are That's what you just said. A team. It's to complement one another. They, Absolutely. We are made to complement one another. Um, and so like when you look for someone to marry, you want to look for someone whose strengths are not exactly your strengths because then um, together you will form that better team and you will realize that the other person being intelligent or talented or whatever in an area is not a threat to you because you're not competing with them. Y'all are a team. That's so a, you're basically just really good at that thing that he's also good at, even if you're not good at it, because he is. That's right. So then you can compliment one another and work together. You're like one much better person. Yeah, because you are one. Um, and it's a beautiful thing, and it's a beautiful plan. And we need to realize that whether... We are married or not married or like whatever stage of life you're in, you are going to submit to someone and you have some say in that. So that's where it comes into choosing because if you're not, if you're not choosing to submit to God, yeah, you're serving sin, you're serving self. And I don't know about you, but I feel like the person that I want responsible for me, I want them to be godly. I want them to be, you know, looking out for your best, my interest. best interest. I want them to be one who's going to point me back in the direction I need to go at all times, even if I don't like it in the moment. I've definitely said this a couple of times. I definitely stand by it, but God really knew what he was doing when he made me a woman because he was like, because I don't want that responsibility of being in charge of everybody's souls in my family. I am still in charge of my own, and I would be of my kids. But you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's not solely on me. It's mostly him. But also, I don't want to lead in worship. Are you crazy? I'm very content to not. I'm just very thankful with what I was given. I'd love to be a keeper at home. Sounds great really 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 happy with where I ended up here that's so I think we all need to be thankful for who we are because I think you know a lot of times we can become discontent and that's never a good thing so godliness with contentment is great game that's right did you want me to wrap it up is that why you're tapping me yeah because I think we've we've covered it we've beat this horse to death and we're pushing, yeah, like 24 minutes. I'm sorry. That's, no, it's, it's a fine. subject that we're both passionate about. We had a lot to say, but I feel like we covered it well and, and in context, which was the important thing. So, um, do we say thank you? We do. Thank, thank you. you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bobway Media by visiting our website, bobwaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.